welcome back to another Reason to Behold Shit. podcast episode with Preacher Man Solo <laughs> and Deacon Arnold Reasons. <laughs> Y'all are about to be blessed beyond what you know. <laughs> I don't know what is happening right now. Me people. too, Lord. <laughs> blessings oh, be on this podcast. How you doing, Tony? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, man, I'm feeling hot. Rough. Cool enough. <laughs> Today is one of the hottest days, but the rain is now coming. Oh, man. You can actually, like, literally the rain is coming. Oh, my face. It's literally you, falling now as you speak. It's about to you break that it. heat. Break that heat. Thank you, Jesus. Now, translate that into something real deep for us as Christians, oh, bro. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So today, mm. when you look outside, mm. it has been blue skies. Come on. It has been sunny. Mm. It has been hot. Mm. Little did we know that the rain was coming to bring refreshment. Come on now. So while the heat may last for a moment, oh, the rain is coming. Come on. <laughs> I don't even know if that's scriptural. The, 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 the seasons are changing. Yeah. There's a shift in the atmosphere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it right. I know, I don't know if this intro is going to make it. We might need to do another one just in case. But yeah, um, on to today's episode. <laughs> Tony, you had a you had a thought, didn't you? I did, I did. Um, I recently had an experience at work where basically off the back of the kind of the Black Lives Matter stuff that happened... Um, there were some responses that were made by um, a group within Sky, yeah. who is is the group that's meant to represent like BAME, uh, BAME employees, and people felt like the response was not satisfactory, and basically they gunned down this woman. Like, oh wow! It was I like I wasn't there, yeah, but I heard about it, and yeah. I was there in the call where they were talking about the fact that they gunned down this woman, and I was just like, yeah. And it just made me think that firstly, as like black people, we do this quite a lot. Mm. And like, she's one of ours, like, mm. you know, she's one of our own. Um, and yeah, like Gunda down. And as Christians, we also can do similar things too. Mm. You know, whether it's if somebody falls or, you know, if somebody comes away from the faith or anything like that, Yeah. you know, or even if it's just somebody preaches something that we don't really agree with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we gun for people for real and i actually had the privilege of speaking to the woman herself yeah um because before this i'd heard about this woman and everybody was like this woman is brilliant mm. like the things that she is achieving mm. are amazing mm. so for like months i'd been hearing about this woman for months and everyone's like you need to talk to her you need to talk to her mm. and then i reached out to her funnily enough probably on that same day that she got gunned down mm. and i said to her look i've heard so much about you so much good stuff like it'd be really cool to meet up and talk and da 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 mm. and so i had the, the like I, I was able to speak to her this week and when she explained her side of the story and you know the things that people don't know that are happening in the background it was just like this woman is the one who is really fighting for you Mm. and just because something's happened that you see on the surface that you don't like you've absolutely torn her down mm. and people will probably never see the background of what happened mm. you know and part of it is that as a leader sometimes you get stuck in that middle ground mm. right because there's stuff that the senior leadership did that wasn't really the right thing to do yeah but no one else sees that apart from her. Yeah. But what she didn't do is then go into that situation and be like, oh, this is what actually they did and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. 
because she's she's actually quite integral. Mm. You know, she said, look, I can tell people are angry, so I'm just going to take the hit in the chest. And I'm like, wow. She's like 25, 26, like wow. maturity, yeah, bruv. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodness, because when you even started telling me about this story mm. a bit offline, yeah. I thought she was like big 40, 50 year old. No, woman. bruv. She's like 25 to 27, wow. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mad. And it just, it really humbled me because I'm like, that is leadership. Mm. You know, like she could tell that, because think about it, she's also angry, right, mm. in this situation because the stuff that's happened with George Floyd, all the injustice. So she's having to deal with it herself as a black woman. Yeah. And then, and then you go to your safe space. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're the ones that then like, chuck you up. Oh my days. <laughs> Betrayed by your own. Oh my goodness. That right. is giving me some references that I'm thinking of right now, bro. <laughs> and and I just want to kind of think about and understand like why do we do that? Yeah. And how do we how do we break the cycle? Mm. You know, because one of the things that should mark us like let's let's put kind of our culture aside. Mm. But one of the things that should mark us as believers is that unity. You know, and the Bible actually talks about how to deal with people when they've done something that you feel is wrong. You know, if they've done something that is actually wrong. But how often do we follow that? How often do we actually take those steps? We are, you go. No, 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 finish that. We just skip straight to the hand them over to Satan. You know? I think you should read the verses, bro. For the benefit of the listeners who don't know what we're talking about. Oh, there's many. Matthew 18. God bless Google. Yep. I believe if Google is correct, it's around 15. Okay. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more that by the mouth of two or three witnesses every word shall be established and if he refuses to hear them tell it to the church but if he refuses even to hear the church let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector (laughs) (laughs) a heathen and a tax collector yeah wow Not just a heathen or a tax collector, but a heathen and a tax collector. (laughs) That's deep. Yeah, I definitely feel like these verses are a big wake-up call to us in the Mm. body, man, because... Like, even just thinking about the situation that you've mentioned, like, if someone... If someone has done something that has upset you, period, Mm. like... If you haven't had a chance to even... Because sometimes when people do things to offend, when we make mistakes that offend or upset other people, mm. it's not like we wake up in the morning and say, yeah, let me go and tick this person off. No. Because sometimes it could be ignorance or there could be a context like what you were mentioning in that example mm. that if this person who's upset doesn't understand that context, yeah, then they're not going to get it. No. Um, and I think that's where I see the power in the instruction for us to go and have that conversation initially with the person mm. when they've done something to offend us mm. um, 
and just going to the end uh the the, the last stage where you've done gone to them one-to-one you've mm. taken the witnesses you've mm. taken the it church. before the church yeah and they're still not listening treating them as an unbeliever tax collector heathen one of the things i remember like reflecting on about that verse mm. is because the default thing is when you think <laughs> treat you like an unbeliever all right you, you're a pagan yeah you ain't got no jesus you need help oh. that's kind of like the default that we can sometimes go to oh. but when you marry it with the context of god's heart for people and his desire that nobody would perish but that all would have eternal life to treat someone like an unbeliever is actually to take a step back from having expectations of them that you would necessarily have a believer and actually going back to the gospel message with that person that's one of the things that I've taken from that because that's deep if you yeah because if you if you really if we're going to apply God's heart to this situation God doesn't even desire for unbelievers to perish he don't he don't the Bible says it it's not his desire that any should perish and so for the person that seems to be showing the traits of someone who isn't a believer Mm. then well we got to go back to the gospel and, oh, really and I see the challenge in that as well is I've never thought about this part before but the challenge in that is that for you being the person who's offended you then have to lay aside your offence in order to go back to the gospel do you get what I'm saying because yeah. you can't be so fixated on trying to get this person to apologise and do right for what they've done wrong you have to make a, a decision within yourself to say you know what I'm going to lay aside this offence and I'm going to steer my focus with this person towards more gospel-centered conversations the conversations that will actually lead them to the cross to repentance and to faith in jesus christ for the gift of eternal life so question right yeah when jesus was on the cross yeah because i'm thinking okay how did jesus treat unbelievers yeah what was it he prayed father forgive them for they know not what they do yeah and that's what i was thinking is that if, yeah yeah if you have gone to someone and said this offends me yeah you know and you've gone through the whole process there is an element of pride for sure in terms of if they're really not listening mm-hmm. but like they they really then don't know what they're doing mm. do you see what i mean so even even in that that needs to be like our mindset almost of okay lord forgive them they don't know what they're doing then. yeah you know because how can you know what you're doing and actively just be like nope i don't care it's the transition so this is i'm seeing this as the practical transition yeah between when you're deeply offended and you've gone through all the channels and it clearly seems like this yeah you have to come to the conclusion this person doesn't know what they're they're doing doing. they've been blinded by satan who is the god of this world yeah and what we need to move our focus from is looking at this offense yeah which is in reality as much as it may be painful in that moment, is nothing compared to the weight of their eternal their eternal <laughs> I'm like you're looking into just, eternity right now. I'm what just happened? Staring into eternity, like, like come back. <laughs> eternity is not calling you yet. Like come back. To eternal punishment, man. I, I feel like that's one side of it, right? Is yeah. when somebody has offended you you've spoken to them da, yeah. da, da, da. but the other side is sometimes we're offended when we shouldn't actually be offended yeah, yeah. right so sometimes mm, because talk about it. what was interesting in listening to because basically what happened was that somebody who had been angry at this woman 
basically came to the realization that there was a lot of stuff happening that she didn't know about. Mm. And so she felt really, really bad, right? Because look, I've gone down this woman and I shouldn't have because there were things I didn't know. Mm. So she brought this to the group mm -hmm. and was basically talking about like unity amongst us. And it was really biblical, but not at all. It was amazing. <laughs> and she was basically saying, oh, this is how I thought things were. Mm. But actually there were these things that I didn't know and did it. And everyone else kind of started piping in like, oh, I thought they were all paid to do this. I thought this was yeah. like, no, they're volunteers. Like there was so much around it that people didn't know. Yeah. So that's where I think that that first step of going to your brother yeah. is really important. Yeah. Because yeah. if you had gone to them and said, look, when you did this, yeah. this is how I felt. And this is da, 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 da. They'd have yeah. gone, oh, but actually what really happened was this. And you go, oh, my bad. Oh, my days. Yeah. I misinterpreted that. And you know what? This is unlocking because... Even if you don't actually come to the whole point of, oh my bad, mm. and you're like, no, but I hear what you're saying, but you're still wrong. Yeah. God is wise in that he says, go, go. with witnesses. Yeah. Why? Because witnesses oh. are outside of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. it's like you almost get an objective view, view yeah. that can speak into the situation and, and pretty much correct whoever needs to be corrected, corrected out of the two of you. Yeah. God is so wise. <laughs> <laughs> Because at the end of it, right, is that really in that first meeting, yeah, like we should both be trying to be peacemakers, absolutely, right? And God's like, well, if both you acted stupid, yeah, then let's get some more people involved who shouldn't be acted. Do you see yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's like that yeah. build up. It makes so much sense, yeah. Because sometimes when you're in the situation, because what really came through, right, is that look, these people who were in that situation, they're not malicious people, yeah. You know, everybody is hurt, everybody is angry, and everyone's reacting from that place, yeah. But sometimes it gets misdirected, and that's where sometimes we need that external thing to be like, no, you're both acting kind of out, yeah, like chill out. Hmm. And then there's another reference, okay, Matthew chapter 5. from verse 23 which says and this addresses with the other situation mm. so not just when your brother offends you but when you know that your brother has an offense against you yeah so if you are offering your gift on the altar and there you remember that your brother or sister has something against you leave your gift there in front of the altar first go and be reconciled with your brother or sister and then come and offer your gift and I think those verses are really relevant for this conversation because we can read the first part and be like, okay, cool. So if somebody's done something that annoys me, cool, I'm a good to go yeah. to them. But then again, in God's wisdom, He doesn't just say that it's all on that. It's person. all on that person. Yeah. It's also on the person who at least is aware that their brother or sister has something against them. And so, either way reconciliation is supposed to happen these conversations are meant to happen and i think one of the things that we know comes or should ideally come out of these conversations especially if we're not doing them based on trying to prove points or to mm. win an argument but more based on trying to benefit the relationship and help it to remain strong those conversations should lead to understanding I, I really feel like understanding is the key in all of this yeah. because I feel like even sometimes when we go to talk to that person yeah. about the offense, we're not going to understand them. Mm. We're going to 
get them to understand us yeah and how how that made them feel Mm. or sorry how they made us feel Mm -hmm. actually some of it is when we go to them about the offense is to understand them Mm. you know because there's for me there's always things in situations that we don't know why people did what they did Mm. there's this thing that says we judge other people based on their actions Mm. but we judge ourselves based on our intentions Mm. so you know when you said that why you said it yeah so you judge yourself based on that like oh i didn't mean it like that yeah but when other people said oh no they did this so they must mean this no maybe they meant something different Mm. so i think approaching people from a place of trying to understand them i think that's so cute that's so cute understanding each other so what are some practical tips that you would feel like I'm going to expose you now? Like you are one of the most diplomatic <laughs> in conversations that people that I know in life at this stage where not just diplomatic for the sake of being different, but as in, you know, you're someone that I know has the gift <laughs> of navigating conflict and conflicting conversations. So, so what are some practical tips that you can help us all of us brothers and sisters (laughs) (laughs) just with and just in your perspective like some of the things that you think help in those conversations yeah um and some of the things that also don't help and that hurt i feel like i've been very blessed to have this journey of it right because i think for me like especially being nigerian like sometimes the way that we communicate can come across very sharp very cutting very like no nonsense and so I think also because I'm quite large, like mm. it was just like, I just started to realize that, okay, I can't be that and be big and be black. Like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really work. And God has just been so gracious to like bring the right people around me to really teach me like how all this goes. Mm. So like I'm on the journey, yeah. but I'm just very grateful to be on the journey. Yeah. But like, I feel like some of the things that I've learned is just even about like asking questions. Mm. So my initial response to something would be no the da 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 but <laughs> if instead of asserting my assumption yeah. i question my assumption yeah so if instead of saying oh that's wrong i might say oh what did you mean by that yeah. because i might have misunderstood that's one of Tony's key lines <laughs> <laughs> don't give away all the secrets listen <laughs> They can't have conversations with you after this podcast. Honestly, everyone will know that like, oh, when he says what that, is he, doing to me he really, he really he doesn't agree. He yeah. thinks I'm so wrong right now, but he's trying to manage me. So mm. I was talking to one of my friends and they're like, oh, you're handling me already. <laughs> <laughs> because we were having a discussion and like they were saying all this stuff that I didn't really agree with. So I was kind of like, well, what exactly do you mean by that? Like, when you say this, like, what did you mean? Because what I understood from it is this. And I think that's part of it is learning to not be so like, my opinion is certain. My Mm. opinion is sure. My opinion is true. Mm. Because I actually need to validate my opinion against Mm. yours, Mm. right? Because you're the one that's communicating with me. Mm. So I need to understand what you're really trying to communicate. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, it talks about like believing the best. It's like, I try and approach it to say that okay if you're saying something that offends me you're not trying to do that yeah so either you're not communicating it in the right way that you want to or i'm not receiving it in the right way so i want to try and understand is it a i just need to understand more what you're saying or do i need to adjust my filter 
Yeah, yeah. So I think for me, that kind of stepping back and getting out of your emotion. Yeah, yeah. There have been times in this lockdown <laughs> where my beloved work colleagues yeah. have gotten me to the place where like, I'm hot. Yeah. Like, I am hot. <laughs> I'm loaded. I'm ready to fully unload the clip. Blow some heads off. Bro, <laughs> I'm just ready. But in that moment, there will always be that little nudge. Mm. And like, I know that's God. Mm. Because that's what God wants, is he wants peace. He wants reconciliation. Mm. And I am fully ready to unload the clip. Mm. And God, like, puts the safety on. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why don't you just chill a little bit yeah. and ask some questions and try and understand. And for me, I think before I used to take it too far the other way where I wouldn't really say how I was feeling. Mm. But there was one situation where someone was talking to me one kind of way. And I said, look. I feel like we need to take a step back yeah. because the way your communication is coming across right now, yeah. I don't really appreciate it. Mm. That wasn't what I wanted to say. But I know what <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you know who you're talking to? Like, a whole me at my big age. Yeah. You want to talk to... But that's pride though. Yeah. Right? That's pride because when I talk the proper way to mm. her, we got to understanding hmm. and then after she was like thank you for how you responded mm. and i had to be like i'm like lord thank you for how i responded because i didn't want to respond that way mm. and it's just the grace of god because actually now my relationship with that that lady is a lot better because of it mm. and that's really what god wants and also like i'm christian she's not christian mm. like these are the things that she will remember because you know, she's been to church a couple of times and this kind of thing, but not really engaged. But if I'm the Christian person that she knows mm. and then I'm blowing up like that, that's not a good witness either. Mm. It's really not. So I feel like stepping back, like let go of your emotions and let go of your pride because that for me is the hard part because, yeah, like we feel like we deserve to be spoken to a certain way. And when people aren't doing that, it's a problem. Mm. so I feel like part of it is letting go of emotions and pride and trying to genuinely understand instead of win like it's not always about like for me winning is understanding you know like you when you understand somebody better you win mm. and it's getting to that place so there's a few verses that came to mind as you were speaking mm. the first one is Proverbs chapter 15 verse 1 Okay, what does it say? And it says, A gentle answer turns away anger, mm. but a harsh word stirs up wrath. Yep. And I think in what you were saying about even just being able to take a step back and say, Okay, one, I'm big, one, two, I'm black. And like, there's just certain things about how I am and who I am that will almost make this worse this a whole lot worse for a, lot of people. <laughs> a whole lot worse like there's some this it's it's an important point because you've actually taken the time out to say okay looking at myself objectively i was on the receiving end of this yeah and i wasn't somebody who looked like me or yeah. in any way shape form or whatever yeah like how could this potentially come across and you've been able to think not just from your perspective but from the perspective from the, of others. exactly um and i feel like not everybody is going to be like a six foot six black man right yeah yeah but let's think about it in a few different ways right so let's say you're talking to your let's say you're a lady you're talking to your husband yeah. for example yeah you have access to your husband 
in a way that other people don't. Yep. So your words would affect your husband a lot more than you actually understand and yeah, imagine. Definitely. Let's say you're a man talking to your wife yeah. or you're talking to your daughter. Mm-hmm. Because of who you are in their life, mm. the way that your words impact them or your body language impacts them mm. is crazy. Like I was talking to one of my friends and he was saying he could still remember when he was like five years old, he dropped some food and his dad dropped the C-bomb on him. Really? Yes. And at that age, he didn't even know what that word was, you know, but the impact of that, you know, because sometimes it's not just about physical stature, Mm -hmm. but it's about your position and your Mm -hmm. authority Mm -hmm. in that person's life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whoever we are, we have access and we have influence in people's lives. Mm -hmm. So the way that we speak to them is really important. For real. Another set of verses, Philippians chapter two from verse three and verse four says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should look not to his own interests, but but rather to the interest of others. Mm. And the reason why this came to mind as well was just because it's echoing the same point about, like even in situations where someone has actually potentially done something to at least upset you whether it's right or wrong or not is another story but in a situation where someone's done something that has offended you like there's a there's a duty for us even in that position mm. not to just look at our own interests or to look at oh i like that our own selfish like perceptions that. of them coming down to our coming to our level whatever but it's also about thinking about them and what is in their best interest what is like how can they benefit from this conversation rather than how can I benefit from this conversation for sure because I think and you know what as I'm saying I'm thinking about it and thinking about okay this is some new tips for me to think about (laughs) to navigate some of these conversations because when you go into a conversation like that and you think how can they benefit from this rather than how can I benefit from this it it forces you to think number one yeah and it changes the whole dynamic bruv and that is that's not like that's a not a method but that is actually a way that people will also receive it better yeah because yeah. if you come at someone with you did this it made me feel like this blah blah blah, blah then it's all about you and they don't receive it mm. but sometimes like some of the stuff that people say stuff like the reason i'm telling you this is because i want for you when you're in different situations that's not here yeah i want you to be successful so like so some of so like so this guy had to say like look if you talk to somebody else the way you just spoke to me yeah that's not going to be okay yeah right like we have that dynamic yeah where i'm okay with us having a bit of heated stuff but like if you go outside and do that so it's like when you think of the interests of others and you communicate that interest and that benefit yeah it also makes it easier for them to receive what you're saying because you know they know that you're saying it from a place of i'm actually really saying this for you Mm. it's not just about me and the fact that right now i'm raging Mm. it's about the fact that actually if this continues this is going to be a problem Mm. and like to be honest i had to learn that one the hard way because Mm. there was a lady who i was working with before and like you know the story right yeah and one of the things she said to me was like you never told me this was a problem yeah and it just reminded me like when i was a kid my mom always used to say the reason i'm telling you this stuff is because i don't want it to be that when you get older and something becomes a problem you turn around to me and go why didn't you tell me yeah yeah you know because she was doing it for my benefit yeah that is the rain. Is it rain? Bruv, that's rain. I've been looking at that oh, I didn't know where it was. I was looking around. Sorry, guys. Wow. So, 
Were you so, going to say something? Yeah, I was just saying about the about looking out for the interests of others. I think it's good both for us in terms of how we process what's going on. Yeah. But also in terms of helping us to communicate that to other people in a way that they can receive it. Mm. That's real good. So there's a verse that has come up and I think we may have spoken about this verse a couple of podcasts back. Mm. But I want us to unpack it because obviously we're speaking a lot about pride oh, and gosh. also humility. Yeah. It's Colossians chapter 3 from verse 12. And it reads, Therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and dearly beloved, put on compassion, kindness, oh, humility, yeah. gentleness and patience, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another if anyone has a grievance against another just as the lord has forgiven you so you are also to forgive mm. i, I want to read on but i think you can read on in your private time listeners yeah. but the, those verses let's let's zoom in on i think some of what's being said there because I think what we did cover in one of the other podcasts, if I remember correctly, was just about the the whole putting on, putting on. and how it's obviously it's not something that is just on by default, but you have to put it on the same way you would a jacket. Or yeah, you have to wear it. Like that. And humility is one of those things that's described there. Mm. So do you want to speak into that a little bit? I think every time I hear this verse, yeah, it's just like the amount of things that are in it. Yeah. It's like let's look at it this way it's like there's different outfits for different situations mm, mm. right because you've got tender mercies kindness humility meekness long suffering mm. bearing with one another forgiving one another mm. right mm-hmm. there that's lots of different things mm. you know they're all slightly different you know kindness and humility well they're, they're different but they're also linked yeah because often in kindness you show humility Mm-hmm. you know and when we look at like meekness for me the way I understand meekness is like measured strength mm. you know it's like you could do that but because you're meek you choose not to mm. you know so for me it's like all these things are all linked together but they're all kind of different parts of an outfit mm. and every time I read it I'm like that is a lot of things to be mindful of mm. you know and these are filters that we can pass our responses through mm-hmm. you know like when I'm about to respond like is this kind yeah. Is this a humble thing to say? Yeah. Is this a meek thing to say? Am I responding in long suffering? Yeah. Am I or am I responding in quick temper? Like what mm. what is it? You know, is this forgiving? Is this bearing with someone? And I feel like this is just a lot of options of filters for mm. how we put our responses through. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point. And I think the just to add to that, on the second part where it speaks about after telling you to put on all of these things, bearing with one another and forgiving one another yeah. if anyone has a grievance against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so <laughs> you are also to forgive. Mm-hmm. There's another set of verses yep. <laughs> that that reminded me of, which I found now, which is in Luke 18. And it's the parable um, uh, of the Pharisee and the tax collector. Okay. And in the parable, I'll just read it from verse 9. 
He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and looked down on everyone else. There's a good context. (laughs) (laughs) At the Pharisees. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. Mm. The Pharisee was standing and praying like this about himself. God, I thank you that I'm not like other people. This is how I imagine him saying it. Yeah, yeah. If he spoke English. (laughs) Greek, unrighteous, adulterers, and even like this, the tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of everything I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even raise his eyes to heaven, but kept striking his chest and saying, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you this, one went down to his house, Sorry, I tell you, this one went down to his house justified rather than the other. Mm. Because everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Exalted. And the reason why these verses came to mind for me is because I feel like what needs to be maybe tackled in this conversation is that self-righteousness. Because when people do things to offend us this is this is really like a battle in the flesh yeah because yeah, for sure there's the reality of knowing that in some situations someone really actually has done something wrong yeah and you know it's almost like dare i say you have the right to be upset yeah. or it's like it's almost like a situation that warrants for you to be offended quote unquote yeah but even in those situations what we're called to do as disciples those who believe in the gospel of salvation through jesus christ taking the punishment for the sins that he did not deserve but that we committed and deserve eternal punishment for that's the gospel message that we believe in that he has given us the gift of eternal life regardless of all of those things that we've done wrong he's paid the penalty for it and so in light of that gospel that we hold on to we're called to say you've been forgiven much so as much as this may hurt you or may offend you in the situation, you have mm. a duty to pass on the same grace to those who have done wrong to you as well. For sure. And like, it talks about how we've been given the ministry of reconciliation. Yeah, yeah. And like, for me, like, it's multiple things, right? It's helping to reconcile man and God, right? In terms of sharing the gospel and bringing... Yeah. But it's also like reconciling ourselves to one, one another. another, yeah. Yeah. And that's part of what you're talking about is that, look, actually, that's something that we're called to do yeah you know we're called to forgive we're called to bridge that gap yeah when people might not necessarily want to listen this is already a podcast that i'm gonna <laughs> this is gonna be that podcast i don't know even title it listen to this TikTok. <laughs> because i can feel it on the flesh i can feel the, the, yeah. the press on how much in a situation where someone has done you wrong this isn't the default it's not what we want to do no but it's what we're called to do we're called to remember the cross remember what christ did remember the gift of god remember the weight of what he actually paid for and what we deserved in comparison to what we're actually going to get yeah and so it's really bitter and it's so it's so because even right now yeah for those of you that can't see me i'm slumped because i'm just like when you just realize some of those situations um that you're currently going through and you're like, my approach has not been humble in yeah. that situation. Like, because sometimes for me, it's not even about what I say or I don't say. No, for real. Because I feel like I'm getting okay with that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning how to temper what I say and what I don't say. Yeah. But that heart attitude. Come on, man. Talk about it. That that hidden, 
that hidden poison of that is pride right yeah in terms yeah. of like i don't deserve this yeah yeah right i don't deserve it like but what did we really de- ever deserve because if we got what we really deserved it wouldn't be nice <laughs> you know <sighs> yeah it's it's a it's a tough pill to swallow so it's a serious one to chew on i'm telling you this podcast episode i think i'm gonna it's gonna be one of the ones that i know i'm gonna keep coming back to mm. because it's the stuff that the flesh does not want to do no but you know that we need to be reminded of exactly exactly because i feel like i feel like as you grow and as you get better with managing some of those external ones mm. that's when the internal work becomes even more important mm. because otherwise that's just between you and god like no one really knows what goes on inside yeah and that's why the better you get with the outside stuff mm. the more work you need to put on the inside yeah for real because then because i want to get to the place where look when someone says some of those things or when someone behaves that certain way i don't want my initial reaction to even be what it is now mm. you know for me it's like i want the what comes out of the outside to be exactly what comes from the inside without having to be filtered and processed and mm. cleaned up and mm-hmm. de-angered if that's even a word hmm. it's raw man and and i think it just it reminded me of the verse that speaks about how man looks on the outward appearance obviously the context was to do with david and stuff like yeah. that but man looks on the outward appearance but, but god, god looks, at the heart. looks at the heart but i think it applies to like it, everything yeah it does like everything and you go no you go it's like i think what i was thinking is that like as believers we have to come to a place where we move beyond being so fixated on what it looks like on the outside or what people think about us because that's what it really comes down to yeah. it's reputation yeah and being able to tick all of the boxes on paper when measured by earthly people Earthies, yeah your, your brothers sure. and sisters your friends and your family when For they sure. see you but really and truly it's not just about being fixated on those things because yes there's a place for managing those things but we need to really start focusing more on okay god knows the truth about me Mm. he knows the things that i do act out in physically but he also knows the things that go on on the inside like you were speaking about Mm. and we have to be willing to go on that journey to say okay lord like help me to clean this house yeah like deep clean (laughs) (laughs) And I think it featured R. Kelly, but... Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> it's actually, yeah, anyway. Let's not do it. It's not someone. <laughs> um, but, um, no, I feel you're right, because at the end of the day, like, God is the one who really knows the truth. Yeah. And who we're in relationship with fully, right? Yeah. Like, he knows us inside out. God is the one that judges us in that yeah. way, you know? So what man says about us, in a lot of ways, doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's good if we have a good reputation we're told to yeah but it has to be like a real reputation that matches what god says is a good reputation for real and i think that's what i because i think about david as an example Mm. and like we know a few different things about his journey in his life Mm. the same guy who committed adultery Mm. and killed somebody on the back of it and whatever else he's done in his journey was also the one that the bible spoke about as being the one after god's own heart Mm. and and i think one of the reasons why that that idea and that image stands out to me is because 
we're not presented with somebody who showed no history or no mm. example of having made mistakes and bad decisions mm. being described as the person after God's own heart. Mm. You're shown somebody who has messed up, jacked up, mm. and done a bunch of things, but is still spoken of as the person after God's, God's own heart. heart. And I think that's not to almost warrant us saying, okay, let me just keep messing up, quote unquote, but it just shows that there's a pursuit that we, one can actually relate to and identify with and actually achieve Mm. of being one after God's own heart mm. based on the fact that we are continuously pursuing in our relationship with God mm. and granted we know that there may be things that might be jacked up today but we're at least genuinely humbling ourselves enough to say God I know there are things that I do know about and things that I don't know about search me mm. and expose if there's any wicked way in me mm. and lead me into your way of truth and I think that's what that's what we see about David, right? Is that yeah. even after the thing with Bathsheba, yeah, when the prophet comes to him, yeah, and you know his response, yeah, and then his realization of like, no, actually that's you, yeah, yeah, and he's like, oh, and that repentance that hits him, yeah, you know, and how he handles that, yeah, and even like when we think about you know the, when they have the son and mm. then the son dies, mm -hmm. and up until the son is dead. David is mourning, he's praying, and this, this, and this. Yeah. And then when the son dies, he gets up, he, you know, he washes his face, he eats. Yeah. And all his people are like, is he okay? Yeah. Like, now he's mourning, yeah. right? Which is where the reputation we have with people, mm. you know, isn't as important. Because mm -hmm. his heart reasoning is, look, while the child was alive, mm. I can pray, I can ask for forgiveness, I can ask for mercy. Mm. But there's consequences to my actions. So, like, there's only so much more I can do, yeah. basically, you know? And yeah. that understanding of actually he's taking responsibility mm. in this situation mm -hmm. and that repentance and that understanding is part of why he is that guy after god's own heart yeah yeah you've got those final words to encourage the brothers and the sisters <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think like you said the the heart behind it is really really important yeah um and I'm just trying to think, where did we even start with this episode? We started about, okay, yeah, yeah we, went, we, went, we went out here. <laughs> um, but I think just kind of thinking back over it, is that like, actually, all of this works back into those situations mm -hmm. of when we feel like somebody has offended us, mm -hmm. you know, or when we feel like something hasn't gone the way that we wanted it to. How do we navigate it with that person? Mm -hmm. And I think that Colossians verse um, around the things that we need to put on. Yeah. I feel like uh -huh, if we match up those two things, right, where we started in terms of if your brother's offended you, go mm. to him. Mm. If you offended your brother, go to them. Mm. If we marry that up with what it says in Colossians, yeah, and this is how we go to them. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So we go to them putting That's on good. humility, putting That's on kindness, good. putting on tender, loving mercies, putting on, you know, Patience. all of those. Oh, I didn't want to say that one. If bearing, you <laughs> bearing, I know your flesh don't like this. I don't one, but like it. Bearing with one another. That's the one I don't like. <laughs> like if we if we go to them with this approach yeah that is how we get to a good outcome yeah and yeah. also if somebody comes to us you know where they've been offended by us mm. and they come to us and they don't come to us in this way mm. that is also how we should respond mm. so we we put that on 
for our response mm. because linked to what it says is about a gentle answer turns away wrath yeah so like if somebody is angry and they come at me angry if i give them a gentle answer it actually dissipates their anger yeah, yeah like yeah that's amazing definitely you know so i just feel like these are some of the things that we can consider as we go into different situations mm. whether it's at work or at home at the gym whatever it is when you're driving mm-hmm. when you're driving road rage people like <laughs> i'm talking to myself <laughs> um, yeah i think those are the things that are really important that's really good man and i think even on that point these are even verses that we can pray into mm. and so as we True. wrap up let us say a word of prayer i keep going back into that voice yeah, where, where did that voice come <laughs> from know, i'm so man. confused i feel like it's you that brought it here me <laughs> yeah I, that's not a few episodes back they didn't hear this though. oh yeah <laughs> that was in the outtakes yeah that was in the outtakes that's in the intakes oh no it's uh, my own fault i'm sorry <laughs> father we thank you so much for the fact that we can just really take root in your word mm. And we just pray that even as we, both myself and Tolly and also the listeners, move on from these moments where we've reflected on this conversation, and just pray that you would really help us to apply the things that we've discussed. Amen. Even these things that are spoken about in Colossians, help us to really be committed and reminded to keep putting these things on. Remembering who we are, that we are your chosen ones, mm. holy and dearly loved. And that it's from that place that we are to put on all of these things, compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another, one another, if anyone has a grievance against another. Help us to be gracious with one another. Help us to be gracious in all of these situations. And to also remember the forgiveness that you have extended to us. And let that be the place that influences the way that we approach situations when people have done things that have offended us or upset us in any way, shape or form. Help us to remember the cross. Help us to remember your sacrifice and the weight of what you paid in order to purchase and grant us the gift of eternal life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. See you soon. Yeah. <laughs>